Hello, and welcome to episode 34 of the MLS Fantasy Insider Podcast, our review of round 31 and preview of round 32. I'm your host, Reed Conley of MLS Fantasy Boss, aka Dashdar, on the Reddit forums. And speaking of Reddit, this episode, as always, is brought to you by the fantastic community of r slash fantasy MLS. Just head on down there. Take a look. If we get questions, everything, it's, it's a fantastic community to be a part of if somehow you haven't stopped by yet. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by uh, Serta Perfect Sleepers because of all the buys this week, everyone's going to be taking a break. Uh, as always, I am joined by my usual lineup of fantastic co-hosts. Uh, today we'll be getting some uh, insight from the great fantasy minds of Simon, Jason, and Guy. What up? What's, What's going on? on? How's everybody doing? Doing good. Doing Very pretty well. decent. Excellent, excellent. Well, let's just start out uh, pretty casual. Uh, what were your thoughts on uh, round 33? I say we throw... Or 33, sorry, the previous round. Yeah, I say we throw it away because I don't know. I like. I think I, I, think I, I think moved I said up. The wrong things at the beginning, didn't I? Did you? I don't know. No, you're good. Ah, whatever. <laughs> I'm not editing this out. This is too funny. Uh, Thanks. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so how did you think of the, of the previous round? My, my team went up by two spots, and I think we all got like right around 50 points, I think. So, yeah, I went up two spots. I think it was kind of a throwaway round. Yeah, it wasn't a good round for me. I had uh, 50 points. I put too much faith in Simon again. It, I, I remember I, I was texting you guys. Because I woke up with like 20 minutes before the deadline because I was on some pretty serious cold meds. And I was like, oh my God, I got to build a team. And it wasn't a good team. So there you get what you pay for. Yeah, I just wish I wouldn't have not kept Drogba. I wasn't sure what to do on it. And then I was kind of at a, you know, coaching a soccer game right before and tried to make a transfer on my phone and just gave up. So it wasn't working out for me. So I kept him and I'm not happy about that. Uh, it seemed like it was a fairly low-scoring round in general. So uh, yeah, I guess it was. It was. It was kind of weird. I, I, I must say that the highest point score was seventy-eight. The average was thirty-nine. I had fifty-six points myself on a minus four. So I was just a couple behind you after it all settled down, Simon. So uh, I had a, all green arrows though. So I, I can't really complain too much about that. But I, I definitely had a, a strong showing for my midfield. My defense was okay and my forwards didn't really show up at all to play so not so much your your pick with bradley wright phillips was definitely the best one simon yeah i mean i well, it wasn't bad i guess but like like you said everyone was kind of low scoring i don't really think there were that many um whatchamacallits like there, there weren't like that many opportunities to really do that much better than other people even less so this week <laughs> oh god the two biggest disappointments definitely uh, Obafemi uh, is not continuing that streak. I, th I think Valeri was kind of a disappointment. We had, we had hoped for more. You know, that might be too hard uh, on Valeri. Maybe Sporting Kansas City was just the highlight of the round since everyone thought after 120 minutes uh, they weren't going to do nothing, which is what we got out of Philly. But can't Sporting Kansas City came back and pulled out a victory. Sorry, guy. Yeah, it was not good. It was not good. It was horrible. But you know, what are you going to do? Portland shouldn't be in the playoffs this year because they can't get their act together. This game was very hashtag because MLS or this, the, not the <laughs> game, like the entire week, just everything. Yeah, that's very true. 
So Thad, I already mentioned your pick. Are there any other picks that you guys want to maybe highlight that you thought were particularly on point or just did you totally miss the boat with? Any other your general predictions, how they turn out? Uh, well, I wasn't on last week, but <clears throat> you know, it, it just you it threw was, it together at the very end. So who knows what you were thinking? Well, you know, it was just one of those weeks where, I mean, every time you thought you, something was a was a sure thing, the opposite thing happened. I mean, I think I, I ended up captaining Jovinko, and yeah, he got his goal. So that was like the one highlight for me was Jovinko did well, which was no surprise. But uh, it was just, uh, it was horrible. It, no, there's no other word for it. It was just a horrible week. What's you, Simon? You were on the show last week. Yeah, I mean, my Bradley Wright Phillips pick, I guess, was okay. I Like, again, like I said, I don't really feel like any of the picks were good. I guess my Valeri Captain pick was pretty bad, although, like, after watching the game, honestly, I don't think it was that bad. If it wasn't for some good saves, he would have had a goal or two. Um, so I think, like, the logic behind that was fine. It didn't really work out. And I ended up captaining Giovinco anyway. After um like cause after we recorded the show, uh, it seemed like Philly was really going to be in the dumps, and so I like last minute switched to Giovinco, and like I guess that worked out better. But at the same time, I still think the Valeri like logic was better almost because like Giovinco probably shouldn't have had the goal credited to him. I don't know if that was. <laughs> like it, it was kind of lucky that Jovinko got more points than Valeri, and yeah, I don't know. I don't really feel very good about my picks. I feel like we all just had kind of a throwaway. So it was, it was definitely a strange round, but uh, not as strange as this one is. So we're just going to move right into the housekeeping right now. In case you haven't noticed, all the the craziness that's going on that that is not your eyes that's playing a trick on you. There are really only a five teams playing this round. So games start on Wednesday, October 7th, which is tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, it's today at 7.30. Now, because of that double game week they got added with Montreal here near the end, uh, it is an early game week, and we do only have three matches that we're going to be looking at. So be sure you have your team set by 7.30 tomorrow, October 7th. Um, there are some suspensions and, and some warnings with card counts to keep in mind. Of course, Matt Miazga is still not available with Call of Duty and, and some suspensions. Uh, Simon and Nigel Rio Coker on Montreal are both one yellow card away from a suspension. So their double game weight could turn into a single game failure if you're not very lucky. So keep an eye on that when you're making your picks. Uh, but most importantly, and I don't know if we could say this enough, we get a free wild card because of this crazy international break and this crazy few teams playing MLS has thrown us a bone and we get a wild card, not only in this round, but next round as well. So don't worry about your team. This, this is the, this is the week where you can just do whatever you want. And then next week is when you're going to have to tinker with your team and kind of plan your trades for when you only have two again. But so this just go crazy. Have at it. Two free wild cards back to back. So that being said, we're changing things up a little bit with this episode since there are so few teams playing. Instead of the normal question segment that we had, we're just going to go over our, our current wildcard teams. So everyone's reviewed the questions, and if there's the few things that did pop up that weren't sort of tongue-in-cheek DraftKings related, um, we, we're, we know what the questions were. So we're going to try to keep that in mind as we as we go into this. I will highlight one question because I want to get everyone's idea on it because we've actually talked about this not a lot. Um, 
several people asked if if we would suggest anyone trying a switcheroo this weekend, or if any of you guys yourselves are planning on doing a switcheroo. No. <laughs> no. I'm too poor to switcheroo. I can't afford to have any extra money on the bench, unfortunately. Um, I probably will with Teixeira and Dylan Powers, maybe, I'm thinking. Um... Again, the money is kind of a... I don't think the money is that big of a deal. Or maybe it's like... So, yeah. It's it's dependent on like who I get on my team. So, um, that is the answer to that. Yeah. But I, I think with Teixeira and Dylan Powers might be a good one. Because you don't really know if either of them are going to start. And I think I have... I think like they both have some good potential with their home games. So... One thing to know is that if you're going to try to do the switcheroo, you, you can't do it with a Montreal player. Just because they're playing at the top and the bottom of this round, you're you're not going to be able to switch anybody in or out unless you're just trying to swap out a guy who's not going to start. So yeah. the Vancouver and the Dallas guys are going to be key ones that you could switch. So if you're going to have a Montreal player, you could have him on your bench, and then you could see how someone from Dallas does if you're, or, or you could see how, how they do that first night. If you want to bring in a guy from Dallas or bring in a guy from Vancouver or even bring in a guy from Colorado, if you have faith in them, but Vancouver and Dallas are really going to be those, those teams that you're going to be rotating in, in place of maybe a Red Bull or, or a Montreal impact player. So just, just be careful with those Montreal guys with the double game week. It does make switcherooing a bit more tricky. I even saw someone mention a double switcheroo, uh, I, I don't know what your team value looks like, but that sounds craziness to me. So just just keep all that in mind when you're trying to make these these uh, these plans. So that's the one quick question that I just wanted to go over fairly quickly. So let's just start out, guys. Uh, so Simon, what is your wildcard team looking like right now, and what's kind of your general strategy how you're approaching this? Okay, so my wildcard team, and I'm going to name these starters, and then everyone else that I'm also planning to play. So it's going to be a little bit different. Um, and I have some kind of weird plans, I have to say. So you're going to have to kind of bear with me here. Um, so at goal, I am going with Evan Bush. I think his, Evan is his first name. I'm going with Bush in goal. And I don't know, that might be insane. Um, cause I think his fixtures are really bad. This is kind of how I'm going to approach my wild card. So I think the fixtures for Montreal are really bad Two away games. They've been playing a ton. They're probably super tired. I don't think it's great for defense, but at the same time, I'm on my like, Oh, double game week. It's twice the opportunity and you don't really have a whole lot of other great choices anyway. So you might as well take the opportunity. So Bush and goal. I think that goalkeeper is like low floor, low ceiling. So whatever, you just take the double game week. Uh, defense, Harvey from Vancouver seems to get some bonus points in defense. Um, whatever, his matchup kind of sucks, but I'm so afraid to go all in on anything this game week that I'm just kind of spreading it out. Toya, as long as he starts tomorrow. If not, I'll switch it up, do another Montreal defender. And St. Ledger from Colorado, he seems like he gets maybe... It looks like he might get the most bonus. I got to look at Jason's site and look at, see who gets the most bonus from Colorado before I make a final decision on that defender. But I kind of like how he sometimes seems to attack to midfield. Teixeira, Powers, Diaz, and Kleschen is my captain too. Um, I think Kleschen's got a great matchup there. 
Um, Red Bulls kind of have not been great without Matt Miazga, but whatever. And then in forward, got Sanchez from Colorado, who's been doing pretty well and has Montreal on their second leg of their away of their double game week. And that's a flight to altitude. So it seems like Colorado might have a good time. Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips and Didier Drogba. Um, Because I think Drogba is going to be fine for this. I don't think he'll do great, but you never know. He's definitely the best forward available. Um, And on my bench, I have, in terms of relevant people that might be relevant, two Vancouver Whitecaps players. uh, Tim Parker, who's like a 4.7 million defender that they've been having uh, play six out of the last seven games. And so on the off chance that sometimes Jordan Harvey gets removed from the lineup, uh, Parker is a good substitute for that, I think. Although I might switch that to Burling and go with two Chicago defenders. And then I've also got Pedro Morales on the bench just in case. um, Colorado? uh, Sorry? Colorado, you mean? Uh, Yeah, Burling from Colorado. I'm not sure if I'd rather have Parker or Burling as, as a backup defender. And then... Pedro Morales, he hasn't started a game in forever, but um, I don't know. Maybe now is the time that that's going to happen, and I had some extra money, so I figured I'd keep him on my bench, and he might be a better choice than Chichera if he ends up starting. I don't know. So, yeah, that's my team again from uh, goalkeeper to forwards is Bush, Harvey, Toya, St. Ledger, Tichera, Kleschen, Powers, Diaz, Sanchez, BWP, and Drogba with Kleschen captained. Interesting. I, I'm honestly surprised to see uh, that faith in Colorado and uh, that little scattering of of uh, Vancouver players. Yeah, I wouldn't. Faith is such a kind word for it. It's more like lack of faith in their opponents. So <laughs> I feel like it's like you're this week you're picking the best of a bunch of crap options. So <laughs> it's rough. So that's you, Jason. Uh, Bush in the in goal. I think double game week is a safe bet. Yeah, you know, double, two away games isn't perfect, but I'm not really hot on anyone as far as that goes. I have for my back line Harris, Toya, and Lloyd. I'm not sure about Atiba Harris. I might pull him out, but um, Toya and Lloyd I think I'll stick with. The midfield I have McCarty, Question, and Sam for New York, and then Piatti. I believe he'll be playing both games from what I've read feeling pretty good about that. It, I don't necessarily, I don't know. New York, I guess, hasn't been looking great, but I think they're all quality players. And then my top line will be Rivero. I doubt many people are going to get him, but I have a good feeling about him. Bradley Light Phillips and Drogba. I don't know. I think this is Rivero's week to, to score a goal. Well... well. Nothing on the bench. Nothing on the bench. So, my, I haven't built my team yet just because I'm a, I like to see the lineups come out and then I have this manic, furious rush to get it done. So, that's my, that's my inner workings. But I'm on the fence right now between Bush and Jesse Gonzalez for Dallas. I think, you know, Paige Morales came on as a sub last game and then got subbed off because his hammy was still hurting. Uh, Rivero's last three and two, they've lost Watson. Um, Atacube's gone. Darren Maddox is gone. 
Um, and really, Dallas is, has they've only lost Fabian Castillo for this international break. So Dallas is coming in full strength, and with a win, they can overtake LA for the top spot in the West. So I think Dallas is more motivated. I think Vancouver's banged up. Um, um, Gonzalez, two big defenders for Dallas, and then have Barrios and uh, Mario Diaz in the middle. So high on Montreal's lost a lot of players too, so I'll probably have you know what everybody has for New York and Montreal, um, and then I'll, I'll sprinkle in some Colorado there as needed. You know, I think that'll be a tough road trip for Montreal. So I'm kind of going more on the standings, um, the motivation, and kind of the the overall team availability for my for my picks this week. I haven't really settled on a team yet, so I guess I kind of uh, am cheating everybody. But I, I'm really high on Dallas, which is kind of weird because, one, they're an away team. And, two, they've kind of been in a little bit of weird form funk, I feel like. Uh, but the, the biggest reason I'm I'm looking at several Dallas guys, uh, I guess what's get, gotten me on this guy is I, I think Bush and Gonzalez are the two obvious choices for keeper. Bush, because he's the most likely to get 120 minutes. For, for the double game week. Uh, he's, he's quality. I, I like Bush. I've always been, I've been a fan of him the last several seasons. Uh, but Gonzalez is cheap. So if you're, I think he's 4.2 right now. So if you're trying to move money into your offense, then that's a great way to do it right now, especially since you don't have to even worry about having a backup keeper for this game. Um, and, and also, he's got a couple clean sheets in his past. So he, he can do it. This isn't necessarily... I'm worried about Vancouver too, so I don't know if it's the most challenging game, but uh, he has the ability to get clean sheets. But Dallas has not lost anybody for for their back line, so they're they're fielding a 100% regular starters, so they're they know what's going on. Nothing nothing weird. Vancouver, on the other hand, was it three of their main guys are out? Yep. At least at least two. But they have a, a three three defenders have been called up for international, so they're going to be bringing some second string guys. Now I know. These people aren't exactly scrubs that were going on there, but they're guys who aren't accustomed to doing that. And Dallas has some forwards and midfielders that are starting to click a little bit right now, and I think that they'll be able to get a nice little edge going into this game after after a win last week. Um, Barrios is one that I I'm keeping an eye on because uh, he I think he did pretty well when Castillo was out last time, and uh, he's he's gotten. At least for me, maybe this is where I start to branch away a little bit from the the uh, fantasy logic and go with some of the gut thing. But it seems like whenever I've brought him in, for me, he's done well. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to roll with you again this week, buddy. Uh, so he's he's definitely one that I'm considering. But at the same time, I, I'm not sure about these Vancouver players. Uh, I like the Rivero pick because it is kind of out there, and we do know that he can score. Um but I don't know. He he has me shaky. I think regardless of what you do, switching gears, and you guys can tell me what you think with defense. I think going three defenders is the way to go. Because with so few people playing, we could see some huge shifts in in value of players. Just one team gets a clean sheet, everybody else loses with uh, gives up a goal. You're going to be losing some points definitely with that. So our our averages are going to get thrown around everywhere. I guess you're going to be the best person to talk to about that one, Jason, with your site. Probably, if I thought about it, I guess. I'm not sure. I mean, it would, obviously. The first couple of days are kind of 
you know, up and down, really weird numbers. So we only have five five teams. So our, our pool of players is definitely going to be crazy. It's something to consider with with that. Um, you can see the same thing with the keepers as well. We're only going to have have uh, five keepers playing. So there could be some some weird points. Yeah, forwards can be weird too if they only play one. I, can yeah, play yeah. uh, I think it's definitely a, a four or five midfielder week if you wanted to, to play it safe. But um, I think we're going to see a lot of of similarities in our midfields. I'm definitely going to have question. I am also looking at Sam. So I, I like that you picked that one up as well, Jason. I, I think he's gotten two goals, I believe, his last couple of games back-to-back. Uh, -back. So Sam is coming back on. I wish – I loved watching Sam last year, and I loved when he kind of started out strong this year. So I've I've been sad that he hasn't really kept it going, but I'm glad to see it come back some at the end because he is a player I really like. I like to watch. I had not heard about Piotti, but if he is in the lineup, that is definitely a guy that I will be targeting. So one to definitely keep a lookout uh, going forward. Reed, I gotta say, I like your FC Dallas picks a lot. Um, I had not really thought about the fact that Vancouver was missing so many players, and now I'm wavering on whether I want Vancouver or Dallas. So, I mean, I really think a Dallas could be a team where you get four players from. You could get some, you could get Gonzalez for goal. You could look at Acosta, which is a guy that I've mentioned many times before. He had an injury, came back. I, I was talking about Harris last week in my MLS article because I wasn't really sure what playing time Acosta was going to get. He went a full 90, and he also got some uh, points with his his goal scored. So uh, there's a guy that you could look at again. He's 6.4. Great someone, great person to throw in there in defense if you don't want to splurge on somebody like Hedges. Uh, you could look at Barrios or, or Diaz at, at your midfield if you want to. And then if you – also looking for a nice little differential guy, kind of like Rivero is, you could look at Texera because he is 1.4% owned, 7.3, and he got two goals last round. He's probably going to get a full 90 again. Um, and with Vancouver's weakened defense, he might have another chance to get another goal. That, that could be that could be awesome, but um, maybe. You never know. So that that's... I like I, it. I like Dallas. Yeah. What can I say? Nice picks. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. But I think Kleshin, I think we would all agree that that's our captain choice. I'm, I might, um, I might captain a Dallas player myself. Oh yeah. For me, it's either Kleshin or I, I said Kleshin and then I'm like, wait, Drogba is on my team. I always captain Drogba. So I might captain Drogba instead. Yeah. I have Drogba captain, but I'm not hundred percent on it. Yeah, no. If Piotti comes back, he'd be a sneaky captain pick. But uh, I, don't I, probably, I don't know. I, I keep waiting for the wheels to fall off on Drogba. Like he's going to be like, you know, really, we're we're playing again today. Like <laughs> <laughs> we did only play thirty-two minutes last round, so got yeah, a, got a little true. bit of rest for the old guy. Uh, the only thing that worries me about Montreal is is there are playing those two away games. They've been shaky, like I said on on the road. They've they've only won one of their last six away games. They've they've got to draw three times though, so it's not like it's horrible on the road. But of course, New York City at at home have won five of their last six. They lost the last home game they played, but they they're still tearing it up when they're at home and they're right there. I think in the the running for the supporter shield again. Mm -hmm. So this is this is a big deal for them. And and Colorado is actually pretty good at home as well. Like the altitude you guys were mentioning earlier, they've they've lost two of their last six and they've gotten a draw once, but they've got three wins. So 
These, well, these but are not when the you, easiest home teams to play. No, and then the thing with Colorado is you don't know what you're going to see because That's very true. <laughs> they're, they're now mathematically eliminated from playoffs, and they're missing Kevin Doyle, who's on international. Um, uh, Mainers on international. Uh, Dylan Serna. So it's, I mean, when you when you're mathematically eliminated and you don't have relegation, what do you do? You throw out anybody and everybody who's on a payroll salary, and you see if they're worth a contract next year. <laughs> so I mean, really, it could be a five no blowout on Montreal's side, or a bunch of young kids could come out and just not know that they're supposed to lose a game like that, and Colorado could blow them out four nil or something. So go either way. Yeah, that's a very good point. That that's a, definitely a a sleeper team right there. Okay, well, so you guys have anything else that's come to your mind that you want to discuss about how you're going to approach this wild card week, or just your plans for leading into the second wild card that's coming up? Um, well, yeah, go ahead, Simon. Oh, mine was just going to say I'm going to cry because I think I'm going to do really badly this round. So, yeah, that's my plan. I'm going to be. What is it? People always who know me in real life, they're like, ah, oh, you're such a Debbie Downer sometimes. But uh, yeah, no, my plan is to cry a lot. And then, um, no, I'm actually going to do well. Who am I kidding? I'm great. So I don't know. No, I have not thought that far ahead. I just thought about my wild card for this round like an hour ago. So yeah, uh, well prepared. Hashtag dare to somebody. <laughs> Dare to somebody. There we go. That's that's gonna that's gonna go around there. No, I'm not really gonna little kids, so it's okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna focus on the wild card week, so to speak. I'm gonna build my last week of the team, the last week of the year team with uh my wild card because I know I'll be in the finals of my work league and I've <laughs> given up trying to climb the rankings any farther. I'll be in the top fifty, sixty somewhere. Um nothing I do seems to help. And the MLS scheduling crap dates like this, where there's only five teams playing, that's not helping anybody get up the rankings. So, you know, I'm just going to play for my uh, my big prize pool at work. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. This is the most annoying week that we've had of all. Even I know we had a bunch of buys earlier on, but this one just – it just seems – so awful. It's so late in the year. We had these weird wild cards back to back with each other. It's it's just crazy. Though if you haven't used your wild card yet, you can get three wild cards back to back to back. So <laughs> have fun with that. Uh, no reason not to. But yeah, it's I don't know. This is this is the week that makes me feel like they really should do something about these breaks instead of just playing because this is five teams. Five it's teams. just so unnecessary. It's pretty bad, man. It's pretty bad. Yeah, such a downer. Such a downer. Well, that's all we have for that section. Uh, I hope there was some some helpful tidbits there. There are probably going to be a lot of similar teams this round. So I, I will say if you're trying to use this as a way to catapult ahead of the ranks, probably not going to be it. This is, is one of those rounds where it's just like uh, focus on damage control. Try to keep the guys you know they're going to play. Um, if you happen to go with a differential and it works out for you, fantastic. But I think this is a round to be conservative on. Um, definitely. So I'm going to go on to community time now. Fun little segment. Uh, the r slash fantasy MLS league top scoring manager this round was, I believe now, pardon me if I completely butchered this name, but Shatiji 
FC, uh, and the manager of that was uh, Shatiji Beznet. I hope I said that right. Uh, I, I went to an online little phonetic pronunciation thing to help me figure that out. Uh, but anyway, he got 75 points, which was just three points shy of the top score overall. So congrats, man. That's that's a pretty pretty awesome. And I'd like to say these last few people who have gotten some of these high scores and some of these weird rounds, they've all been active players just by looking at their, their transfers. So uh, even bigger congratulations to that for you guys to be active so long and, and pick some great some great teams these last few weeks with some of these weird double game weeks and everything. So well done. Well done. And then some big news in the MLS Fantasy Insider hosts head-to-head league. Uh, Simon had a big win over Jason. Well, I guess not really a big win. A couple points, right? Rawr. Yeah, two points. And they were all pretty close. Uh, but it was big to help him in his standings overall. Well, I had a win over, over Richie. And uh, then Travis fell to Eternal Blue which that's what's helped Simon become number one again in the in the head-to-head league. I'm stoked. The uh, What is it? The the regular season ended, and uh, somehow I'm in first place, uh, and now it's the quarterfinals. So, yeah. It's well, good. I'm glad to have played my part to help you get where you are. Thanks, Jason. It I was, appreciate it was that. so close. It was so close. I think I think you had the highest score overall, Simon, with us with like 54 50, or something. 53. So it was, Let's see. We had 53... 51, 49, 48, 50, 52, 46, 15. So, yeah, so it was, it was definitely a, a strange round, but you, you have just come back from the that. depths of nothing. Yeah. From nothing. You've been using all nine of your lives. I think I've used more than nine. I have 11 losses. So, yeah. I think I'm like, a, I'm a new cat now or something. I don't know how it works like with cats. Doctor. But that's what you, do. you just keep regenerating. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Cats are weird, man. Cats are okay, okay. Uh, So that's really all that we have for the show today. Just uh, be sure to follow us all on Twitter and uh, through the various handles. You can definitely find us tweeting back and forth and uh, with each other so you can pick us up pretty quick. Uh, Also, this is the last week where you can vote for the MLS Fantasy Blog of the of the Year Award from r slash Fantasy MLS. So head over to r slash Fantasy MLS and just vote for your your favorite one that's there. I'm pretty sure that Fantasy Football First is still just having has a commanding lead. So uh, anything else would just be to help the the poor egos of of any other smaller blogs that that might have been overlooked by that. So, but yeah, it's, it's fun. Get involved, participate in the community uh, while you still can. It's, it's a great place to be. Uh, do you guys have anything else you'd like to plug tonight? Yeah, I actually do. Um, Cause I, ha- I run another league that is like kind of a joke, but it's called the cat corner league. And you're only allowed to participate if you have a cat themed team. And so we are at the end of the regular season. <laughs> oh my um, God. <laughs> you know, I think you mentioned this earlier in the yeah. year, and I have completely forgotten about it. And so I have to give a congrats to the the regular season first place person is Bobby Seaback with Cat in the Wall FC. I'm in second place. Tigritos SC is in third. Crew Cats Army is in fourth. Real <laughs> Big Fish is in fifth. I guess I let some fish people into the league too because cats eat them. Uh Orlando Manchitas is in sixth, Walt Whiskers in seventh, Noodle Cats in eighth, and Starfish in Ice Coffee in ninth. And we are now on to the quarterfinals. So, and I will be playing against Walt Whiskers this round. Sir Meowly versus Walt Whiskers. 
So that sounds tough. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Cat Corner League. It's going to be a bigger thing next year. I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> Fantastic. That that sounds that sounds awesome. Uh, well, I, I think you're going to have an easy win in the quarterfinals and the the host league because you're going against. Uh, against the fire ambulance and unfortunately Scott's been inactive due to some busy schedule. So you never know though, man, maybe this week is with a wild card. Scott's like, ha, I'm in the quarterfinals time to make a new team. And then I lose. I'll make a comeback for it. I swear. Any of you message him. Mm. Anybody else? No, I don't have anything nearly uh, that, uh, that entertaining. Yeah, I know. That was tough to beat. It is. Way to go, Simon. I, thought, I was thinking Thank you so much, everyone, but... for listening uh, to the shorter episode. We hope you got some insights on how to use this wild card or maybe some just uh, support for what you were already thinking about doing. And uh, no matter what you decide to do, good luck. <laughs>